Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical and manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine the woo and the work ethic, strategy and manifestation, stay tuned. This is for you. So I don't know about you, but when I was learning about astrology, I remember feeling really overwhelmed because there's all the planets, all the signs, all these things interacting together. And it wasn't only about how those things were interacting in your chart. It was also how like the daily energies of the planets was showing up in your life and affecting your life. And I'm sure most of us are aware of Mercury retrograde at this point, but Mercury is not the only planet that can go into retrograde. All of the planets can go into retrograde. And so I found it really helpful helpful with the magic of eye planner it tells you day to day what's going on in the sky it's telling you what the moon is doing it's telling you what phase it's in it and it also has the optimum times life guide where basically every single day they give you insight onto the energy of the day and how you can best work with it so you're not basically trying to push shit up a hill and doing something in the wrong time and making your life basically way more difficult for yourself and it doesn't only have information about a astrology this year they've added a whole new section to it where they're talking about how to combine medicinal mushrooms with the energy of the planets which i absolutely love because medicinal mushrooms are so powerful for so many things and just really being able to enhance that energy and work with the energy of the stars is just going to help you manifest everything in your life a whole lot easier and aside from having all this incredible information about astrology it's basically like a quick start astrology guide so even if you're a total beginner. You can work with it. They also have a menstrual tracker. They have information on the retrogrades and eclipses. And they also have sections where you can plan your weekly goals, your yearly goals. So you can really use this as a manifestation tool to write down what you want to create as well as how to harness the energy of the stars to make that happen for you. So they've kindly gifted the listeners a discount, which is Kim Akrig, K-I-M-A-K-R-I-G-G. And their website is magic of I and like I for icecube.com. And so that code works for everything on their site. They also have really beautiful journals. There's stickers, there's moon trackers. So definitely go and have a look and use that code to save yourself 10% off of everything on the site. So let's get back to the show. Hello, everyone. I hope you are having an incredible day and an awesome start to your January. Um, I'm really excited because we're almost out of Mercury retrograde. I believe it ends mid-January. I'm not sure exactly the day, but we are almost there. So I'm pretty excited about that this year. Uh, Mercury retrograde started on December 29th. And if there's one thing I've really learned about paying more attention to astrology, it's really like, don't fight the energy of the season that we're in or you're in or your personal one or the bigger kind of astrological transits. Like, of course, there's other retrogrades as well. The other planets can retrograde, but because Mercury moves so quickly, it happens more often during the year. And I I think especially if you do anything like working online or involving like tech stuff or you have to write or communicate, like just acknowledging that it probably will be a bit more challenging during that time. And if you possibly can, like avoid trying, avoid making, it's a great time to review. It's not such a great time to push forwards with um, whatever you're doing. So 
this January, I was definitely a little bit intentional about trying to sort of take a step back. But I mean, I still have been recording for the podcast. I've been putting up vlogs on YouTube, but um, I've been trying not to do anything. Like I've been trying to do like sort of like the baseline bare bones of what it takes to keep the business going instead of trying to do like like plan a webinar or like something like that during this time. So um, we're going to be recording this podcast today, obviously, and hopefully everything goes well. I am house-sitting my partner's cat at the moment, and she likes to come over and see what I'm doing. If you listened to last week's podcast, you probably don't know if you could hear her meowing in the background, but she had some things that she wanted to contribute as well, apparently. So if you hear st- like sounds in the background, um, she's playing with a box at the moment. So if you hear some weird noises or some meowing, just know that um, that's her. And yeah, so basically when, what I wanted to share about today is something that is so near and dear to my heart because I think most of us can relate to this on some level in something in some area of our life. And the thing is, is a lot of the time, we will have like areas of our life where things come to us a lot easier, like where areas where maybe we manifest things a lot easier, or we just don't have a lot of stories or limiting beliefs around that thing. So it's pretty easy for us to manifest in that area. And then we'll have other areas of our life where it feels like no matter what you do, it doesn't work. Or you feel like you repeat the same patterns over and over and over. And, um, on my friend Christy's podcast, I sort of shared a little bit about this. And this was the thing that um, helped me find RTT, find hypnotherapy, was that I felt like in relationships, I just kept having the same relationship over and over. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, obviously, I'm the common denominator in this situation. So why do I keep like attracting literally like the same person over and over, but they're like, different people, obviously. And so when I did that first hypnotherapy session, my mind, my subconscious mind showed me so much around like how I just didn't actually believe that people were trustworthy. I didn't want to let them in it. So I would always choose these relationships with people where I knew that it wouldn't ultimately work out. Like I had a long, a lot of long distance relationships. And the funny thing was that in my conscious mind, I thought I was just being like optimistic. I was like, yeah, of course this could work. Why wouldn't this work? Or like, it's funny because that sort of, that kind of thinking where you're almost, you think you're being overly optimistic about things, but if you really sat down and looked at the patterns of like the people you were choosing or the situation, situations you were choosing, you weren't, or I wasn't really putting myself in something that's going to give you your highest chance of success. And also like I really struggled with communication and all of the above. But I think at the heart of it, the thing that I really realized was I kind of didn't believe it was possible for me because, and it's really interesting because a lot, obviously most of the subconscious beliefs we pick up, they, especially around relationships, they come from your primary caregivers. And it kind of is like what you see modeled in front of you is how you really start to form your worldview. And it was funny because like my parents are, they're still together. They've been together for a very long time. I can't remember exactly how many years, but um, it's been a while. And like, at least over like, 
it would be probably in the mid to high 30 year range. So it's like they've been together for so long. So it's not like I had any stories around like relationships not working out. And obviously, like I want to be, um, I guess, like I want to be conscious of respecting their privacy and stuff. But it's not like I... I don't want to air their dirty laundry basically because it's like yeah of course I'm happy to share my own stories on here but I guess I want to respect their privacy and like their life and stuff but maybe it's like so what I'm trying to get at here is I didn't have like a story that like long-term relationships weren't possible or anything but the funny thing was is I remember when I was probably around like seven six or seven six six to eight years old I was a flower girl for a lot of my cousins and or like relatives. And I think I remember this is so funny because I don't know what sparked this, but I remember so clearly like walking down that aisle as a flower girl and really thinking to myself like, wow, I'm never getting married because it means you have to kiss someone in front of other people, which is like really funny when I think about it now. But it's like from such a young age, it was like I'd created these beliefs about relationships and how, um, I guess I would say I put up a lot of blocks to them from such a young age. And even the, even today, today I'm not sure like that's why, why that was my interpretation of it, but it, sometimes the why doesn't always matter. It's just really getting to the heart of the belief and seeing really what's going on. But the biggest thing is like not believing that having something like that would be possible for me. And I think we do this with a lot of our goals. It's because like, we'll even say sometimes you'll see someone else do something and you'll be like, well, obviously it's possible because they're doing it, but I don't believe that it's possible for me to have that or me to do that. And so as soon as you create like this belief for yourself, it immediately cuts you off from the possibility of that happening. Like, I don't think I've ever heard someone be like, wow, I really didn't think this was possible for me. And then like somehow it showed up. Like, um, if you really have a deep core belief that something is not possible for you, or it's like possible for other people, but not for you, then this is going to do a couple things because your mind is going to it's going to fight against you basically in that your mind is always doing what it thinks it you want it to do. And so when you tell it stories like that's not possible for me or like I don't want that thing or if I have that thing, it's going to be painful or it's going to hurt or it's going to take all my time or it's going to burn me out or whatever the belief is, then your mind is like, oh, okay, well, we don't want to have that or we don't want to waste our energy doing something that's ultimately not going to work out because your mind, it wants to save energy. Like it doesn't want to waste it on expenditures that it thinks aren't going to be profitable for it. And your mind always has the goal that it wants to survive. It doesn't necessarily want you to thrive. And that's really from like the the older part of your brain where it's like, we're very driven towards survival, but that doesn't like with the way that our brain has evolved, it's like, that doesn't always mean that we're going to be happy. Like you can definitely survive something and not be happy and thriving on the other side of it. But your mind doesn't really care because if we look at it from like an evolutionary perspective, it's like your biggest goal is to ensure that your genetics are passed on in the gene pool. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be happy for that to happen. Um, But it just wants you to survive so that you have your biggest chance of 
passing on those genetics for whatever reason that your mind is deemed that that's important these days still. Um, so it's like it wants to save that energy. And so if you don't believe something is possible for you, you're going to find that when you try and work on the thing, you don't feel motivated to do it. You're going to find that you're procrastinating. You're going to find that it feels like it's a lot of effort. It feels like it's really tiring. It'll be like you know that you need to action on something, but you just find so much resistance around doing it. Um, it'll show up as in like just a general lack of motivation to do things. And also, even if you end up getting something sort of close to what is, you'll probably end up sab like self-sabotaging at some point along the way. And there was this other podcast, I spoke about this a little bit in an Instagram post that I was listening to, and it was really fascinating because it was on Shan Boudram's podcast. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's like a, a sex therapist, basically. And so she's got this podcast, and basically she gets like people on and she sort of asks them what is going on in their life in like sex and relationships and then they have a chat about that so she interviewed this guy and I can't remember his name but basically the more he spoke the more it was like he was sexually abused by women when he was younger he never felt like he even had like a mother figure that he could trust his dad was no longer in his life like he literally couldn't trust women to the point where like he couldn't even have a woman like sleep in his bed so <laughs> he was trying to like construct this idea of like he was like well if I do have a relationship it's gonna have to be an open relationship because I just want to feel free to sleep with as many people as I can like she's gonna need a separate bedroom possibly even a separate house like it was really intriguing because Yes, on the surface, like, I feel really bad for him and, like, he sounds like a fuckboy maybe if you didn't do the digging. But when you understand, like, where someone is coming from and you hear their belief system about the world, he was basically just talking about how, like, he doesn't believe he could ever trust women. He couldn't even feel safe with them. He couldn't – he sort of felt like he couldn't trust anyone, but it was more about women in this particular situation. So this is just a really another, when I was listening to it, I was like, this is a great example of someone believing that something isn't possible for them. And that's coloring how they show up in every area of their life. And when she was really digging into asking him some questions of like, well, what would you actually really want? Like deep down the same as everyone else, he wants to feel safe. He wants to feel connected, but because he doesn't believe that that's possible through like a partnership with like one person or even that he could trust someone like that, he is operating from a belief system that that doesn't even exist. It's not possible. And then also even in his circle of people in the industry that he's in, they also are all just like cheating and um, it's not a great environment to be in to find good examples of like someone being in a positive relationship but like all that aside I'm like this is just a perfect example of how if you don't believe something is possible for you and you're operating from that way of believing like you're not even going to be taking the actions that you need to really in order to get the things that you want or like even Sometimes I question if the things that you think that you want, like in his case, I'm like, do you, do you really ultimately find it fulfilling, like sleeping with a different woman every single night? And um, Shan asked him that question and he was like, well, no, not really. <laughs> and so obviously the, the point of this isn't to shame people for like sleeping around or whatever. It's more about like, I think it's like, do whatever you want to do, but it's like really being honest with yourself. And it's like, is this genuinely giving you a life that you feel is fulfilling? Like, 
I think at the end of the day, that's the thing. That's the question that's most important to me is like, are your actions creating a life that you feel is fulfilling for you? And if they're not, well, we need to start looking at like, well, what do you believe is possible for you? So there's three kind of main beliefs that sort of block people from having what they want on a subconscious level. And of course, like when it's on a subconscious level, you're, this is basically your operating system. Like this is how you are sort of pre- presupposing the world to be. And you'll be taking action from this place and you like won't even imagine that it could be anything different because it's like that saying like fish aren't aware of the water that they swim in. And it's the same with our subconscious beliefs. We just assume that that's the truth and we can't really imagine anything ever being any different. So the three beliefs that really block people from like achieving the goals or like taking action and being motivated to show up and do the things that they want to do in their life. The first one, in no particular order, like I would say most people have a combination of the three of these around different areas of their life. Um, But like firstly off, it's just like not believing you're enough. And this sort of plays into the second one, because when you don't believe you're worthy of having something, then you're, you're going to push it away. Like you're, it's like the person who like ends up dating someone really great and then they deep down don't feel worthy of it. So then they do something like they'll like cheat on them or something will happen where it's like they'll manifest themselves getting out of that because they don't deep down feel worthy of it. And no one can change that for you except for you. It's like how people are like they want to win the lottery, but then when they win it, like most lottery owners go back to being worse off like I think they did a study on this and I think it's like four years down the line after winning the lottery, you they go back to the exact same place they were before or they're worse off. And it's because they're not used, they don't have the mindset and the, the self-worth to hold that level of wealth. Like they're not going to do the things that are in alignment with like keeping that wealth, like investing it or using it to make more money or whatever it is. So if you don't believe you're worthy of whatever it is that you want, like you're not going to do the things that you need to do in order to get it and to keep it. So the next one is, this is what we were talking about before, just not believing that it's possible for you. Like if you don't believe something is possible for you, you're really not going to action in the way that you need to in order to get it because like your mind doesn't want to waste its time or its energy trying to get something that it doesn't believe is possible. And the third one is like sort of believing that you're different and you can't connect. And it's funny because on some level, everyone thinks that they're different. And so therefore, we're all the same. (laughs) Like this thinking that you're different from other people. Well, if you all think it, then it's like you're, you're all the same. But I think it's funny because more than ever, it's like we're more connected than ever. But we also are like so much more distant and disconnected from each other. Like I think a lack of connection is really behind a lot of the issues that we have today, like a lot of addictions or like a lot of the um, like sensation seeking or stimulation seeking or numbing that we do. It's because we're, we feel so disconnected from each other because it's like more than ever, like people are busier and there's a lot going on and like people are more separate. We all live in separate houses. We just went through like all the stuff in 2020 of like having to be isolated in our houses. Like everyone's just online or on their phones and it doesn't create ultimate like fulfillment and connection. And so then you're constantly trying to seek like that dopamine hit from something else, but it's ultimately unsustainable. 
And so like, I think it's really important to sort of dig down. It's like, okay, well, if you have something and there's something you want in your life, but you kind of feel like it's not possible, like why? Why do you feel like that's not possible? What's the story that you're telling yourself about that? Because when you can get clear on what the story is, like everything's just a story. And if it's a story, you can change it. But like, I always say like the best way to do this is through doing hypnotherapy because then especially with RTT, you just, you get in there and you can understand what it is straight away. And like you, it's like condensing 10 years of therapy into like an hour and a half session. Like you really are able to just get in there, understand what's going on, clear it out, change the story, rewire those new beliefs. And it happens really quickly. So you don't have to be sitting there trying to do it from a conscious level because if your conscious mind knew how to solve it, you wouldn't have a problem. Like it would be already solved. So that's why it's so important that you need to do this on the subconscious level. And it also can just happen so much faster. And then another thing that's worth considering is like, what are the secondary benefits that you're getting from like not believing this is possible? And I know this sounds really weird at first. Like people are like, what do you mean I'm getting benefits from this? But hear me out. So say it's like you you say that you really want to like grow a business and you have to, in order to do that, you have to have an Instagram account and you have to show up and you have to share stories about yourself or videos or whatever. And that feels really, really scary to you because you're like, well, I'm scared of people judging me or I'm scared of what they think of me or I'm just like scared that people are going to criticize me. So it's like you are getting like a secondary benefit of like not believing that it's possible for you because that means that you kind of don't have to go out there and do it because you're like, well, if it's not possible anyways, it means I don't have to face those fears. I don't have to get out of my comfort zone. I have, don't have to do something that makes me uncomfortable. So it's like, it's kind of providing you with protection in a way, but it's like, this is why you need to address it from a subconscious level and be like, hey, like that behavior is not serving me. That's not how I actually want to show up. That's not what I want to believe. Like I want to believe that it's okay for me to be seen and like I don't need to be validated from other people and there's no way I can please everyone on the internet. So like I am just going to do my thing and the people who like it will like it and the other people, well, like they're not paying my bills so they can go away. It doesn't matter. But it definitely – like this one kind of parlays into the first thing of believing that you're enough because when you believe you're enough, you're not looking for that validation from people on the internet. So when you can kind of address those three beliefs and like the areas that they're holding you back, then it just allows the space for everything else to flow in with a lot more ease because you're not blocking yourself on a subconscious level. You're like, it's kind of like you cleared out the things that are holding you back from doing it. So it's like the thing that just makes the most sense is to take the action and do the things. So I hope this was helpful for you this week. And just to sum it up a little bit again, like the three beliefs that really block everyone, you're just like not believing you're worthy. You're not believing you're enough. Um, number two is like not believing what you want is possible for you. Number three is just like believing that you're different and you can't connect. And I just want to tell you, like, it's all a lie. Like you are enough, you are worthy and everything you want is possible for you. Like, I think you have your desires for a reason. Like you have them because you're meant to have them. So there's some things you probably have to do along the way, but just because it's hard or challenging doesn't mean that it's not possible. Like there's always a way. So I hope that was helpful for you and I will see you next week.